We want our coffee in the lobby. We watch our worship on the screen. We got a rock star preacher who won't wake us from our dreams. We want our blessings in our pockets. Yes, you are in. He's back. I'm not talking about me either. I'm talking about Dr. Loritz. I love this guy. And make sure to keep building up the right voices in your life that will build you up, but also challenge you. And Dr. Dr. Loritz is clearly one of those for me. And uh, yeah, full details, by the way, this play today will be coming up later. But let me ask you this. How is your vision? How are you seeing the world, this broken planet, and yourself? This guy's Check this out. Swung on and hit in the air to right. <laughs> and that ball is gone into the Her name was Florence Chadwick. That name might be familiar with some of you. She was Californian. 1952, Florence Chadwick uh, decided that she was going to swim the 26 miles from California to Catalina Island. Um, and this seemed to be a piece of cake. Just a couple months earlier, she had uh, swum the, um, swam the English Channel. Um, and so here she is. She gets into the water. Not long after being in the water, a thick, heavy cloud of fog begins to descend. She's in the water for 15 hours. She can't see. Um, she's giving it her best. Best of intentions. Best of desires. After 15 hours, um, like Roberto Duran some decades later, she said, no mas, I can't, can't do it anymore. So they pull her out of the water, unbeknownst to her, one mile from the shore. In a disappointing press conference at the end, she said these words. All I could see was the fog. I think if I could have seen the shore, I would have made it. A couple months later, Florence Chadwick, glutton for, pun- for punishment, gets back into the Pacific Ocean. Um, she's going to try to swim again, California, Catalina Island, 26 miles. And wouldn't you know it, again, fog descends. But this time she makes it. Afterwards, they asked her, what was the difference? Same set of circumstances Same distance, same grueling effort. She said the difference this time was vision. I had a vision of the shore in my mind. And I was going to swim towards that shoreline. Reality San Francisco, vision is not an elective. It's core curriculum. Helen Keller was once asked, that famous blind and deaf woman, very insensitive question. Someone asked her, Helen, what's the only thing worse than being blind? I'm going to just smack him, right? She responds, the only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. The Bible says without vision, people perish. That God has created us, made us in the Imago Dei. And he has a shoreline for your life. You and I have been created on purpose 
and for a purpose. And don't let the prosperity preachers mess that up. I'm not here to talk to you about your best life now from the standpoint of material riches and so on and so forth. But nevertheless, God has created you and there is a calling on your life. Romans 11 says that the gifts and the callings of God are irrevocable. And what's true back then is true now. That God is not on the history channel. There's a vision for the reality show that is your life. Ah, yes. Thank you, Dr. Loritz. Welcome back to the play of the day. If you'd like to hear more on that message, check out the Brian Loritz podcast. That's Brian with a Y. And that one is entitled Signpost to Destiny, published on the 17th of May, 2021. We've been talking a lot lately about how you matter. And whether you are a skeptic and not sure on all this, or maybe you're a super Christian boy and uh, you've been going to church for 60 years, you matter no matter what. You are not done yet either, by the way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick on both sides here. Ironically, the skeptic may be in a better position to grow because their mind is, is somewhat open. And the skeptic may actually have better vision as they are going to see things different for the first time. Where the older believer could very well be stuck in routine and a comfort zone or the fade zone or complacency, kind of just going to church, for example, every Sunday, just checking the box and checking the box. And honestly, if I'm good is one, of the, is one of your answers. I'll say that that could be one of the most dangerous phrases you can use. You are not good. At least not all the time. In fact, you are flawed in many ways. And, and for those people in your lives who think their poop doesn't stink, share Romans 3.23 with them. If you back up one episode, you'll hear B-dubs talk about the importance of training your mind. And if you didn't listen to that one, please do. Because I don't care how good or smart you think you are. We still need to train every day. And there's a battle over your mind and my mind each day. And if you want to stay in marathon shape... And many of you, okay, maybe you've never trained for a marathon before, but just trust me on this. You have to train. It does not take very long, in fact, when you stop running to get out of marathon shape. And maybe you're a hockey player. Maybe that'll relate to you. I, you know as well that you can get in that zone where your, your legs are strong. It doesn't take long to get out of that, that hockey shape zone. You must read and listen and journal. I'll just say, how about this? Almost every day. Ideally, every day. The owner's manual for life will guide you from 9 to 90 plus in age. Legit. The owner's manual for life will give you vision for every single part of your life. From worry and anxiety to money to marriage to loved ones to betrayal for children, depression, sex, Conflict resolution, work, rest, etc. 
everything. Of course, there's a caveat. You need to read it. I mean, really read it over and over again to truly understand it. Right? It makes sense, right? If you're gonna if you're gonna judge something, a movie or 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 a book, you really need to read it before you're gonna judge it, correct? Put that critique in. And then, of course, on the flip side, it's this this book also explains ignorance. And by the way, I can be guilty of this. Obviously, you listen to this thing long enough, right? Flawed dudes pursuing truth. Flawed dudes. So Luke 6.39 says, Can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into a pit? And Mark 8.18 says, Do you have eyes but fail to see, and ears but fail to hear, and don't you remember? And that's the cool thing about this book. It'll explain. It, you either see this clearly, and it sometimes takes time to understand these words. But when you start tuning in more and more to the owner's manual, it'll pop. But it does also explain for those that have jaded hearts and depraved minds, it you, you can't quite hear it. You can't quite see it. So often do you read the owner's manual for life? Daily? And how often do you meet with a small group doing the same and discussing this and actually trying to understand it together and how it applies to life? And how often do you gather with similar people and start writing down your vision and strengths and discovering what you should do for the rest of your life? And as pledged before, we are in the hope and encouragement business, us fry dudes. And if you've not yet... Hit us up at frydudes.com and we'll get you set up in a group. So ending on a prayer note. Heavenly Father, uh, thank you for vision. Holy Spirit, thank you for tugging on these listeners' hearts that there is room for improvement. And thank you for tugging on these listeners' hearts that there's someone else that they can share this with and also encourage. And until our time is done here on this broken planet, and until that time where there is no more anxiety and no more depression, we will keep going. May we keep shining light and keep encouraging others and building them up via Christ. For we are all flawed, and that's why we need a Savior for this frustrating, broken planet and beyond. Amen.